0: News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings, welcome on board, WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me. And opposed to everything you have to say. Diametrically opposed. (laughs) No doubt. Unwisely
2: opposed to common sense (laughs) measures that would make this country greater. No, I just haven't heard any from you. But if I do, I I certainly will endorse, and fully endorse and support them, as you like like to say.
1: Thank you so much. (laughs) All right, on the mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at Sunbury. We have asked for and received another great opportunity to talk to Thane Rosenbaum, he's a CBS News legal analyst. He's given us so much great analysis uh, during these uh, segments, so we thought we'd check in today. We have the U.S. Supreme Court, going to hear from the Biden administration for the student loan issue, and uh, we have the abortion pill on the docket in Texas. So good morning, Thane, thanks for calling in. Good morning.
2: Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Joe much appreciated so we have uh, we have the Biden administration going into court today the Supreme Court to argue in favor of spending a half a trillion dollars to uh, cut back on student loans for people who borrowed the money knowing that they had to pay it back what what do you, you think is going to happen there
3: <laughs> interesting how you put that Joe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well I mean the real question here for the Supreme Court is did the president of the United States, overreach his constitutional authority is he permitted to do something like this remember congress has power over the purse so they're always having a problem when it comes to the executive branch trying to do something when it deals with money right and this is as you said a lot of money uh... you're talking about uh... Tw- it involved i think around twenty, no forty million americans uh and or no it's over around 20 million Americans and as you said around half a bill half a trillion dollars uh congress normally since they're in charge of taxing spending and allocation this should be their job the president is saying wait a minute after 911 there was something called the Heroes Act and the purpose of the Heroes Act is for to give the Department of Education the authority to cancel debt in the aftermath of a, of an emergency And that's what the pandemic is. And so you have two different lawsuits that were brought against the administration and a federal decision to stay the uh, cancellation of the debt until the Supreme Court resolves this case. You have some Republican attorneys generals from Republican states that are saying, hey, you know, uh, this is an overreach, and this is money that we might have gotten through federal appropriations. And you have some students that aren't getting the money because they don't qualify. And they brought a lawsuit, too.
2: Isn't it, though, uh, uh, tough on the president when he's already declared an end to the pandemic? So the emergency technically is over in, what, May?
3: True. Uh, But the position the administration is taking is, but the debt still existed, right? So the debt that existed throughout the pandemic is what we were trying to eliminate because of the circumstances of the emergency. So, uh, remember, it was President Trump who initially invoked the HEROES Act to say, here's something we can do for people during the pandemic. If you owe any student loans, we'll suspend the payments for now, and we'll figure out later what we're going to do about them. It was President Biden that said, well, we're just going to cancel, them, and we're going to cancel as much as $20,000 for each person. Uh, And so that although it's true the conditions of the emergency may have uh, diminished or ended, Uh, The debt still remains from the emergency, and that's what we're talking about.
1: Well, I'm the liberal on this show, and I think it's overreach, but how is this conservative court likely to hear it? You know, that's how we gauge it, is how they tend to hear these arguments.
3: So there's two things that can happen. One is something the Supreme Court just loves to do, because with the exception of the Dobbs opinion last year on abortion, the court likes to decide cases very incrementally, right? The more narrow, the decision the bad the better and so one thing they can do is say neither party here has standing to be before the supreme court standing is often it's a procedural mechanism that gets rid of cases uh... sends them back down on the basis that yeah you may have a there may be a legal claim here but you're not you're not allowed to bring it because it doesn't involve you right so they may say to these republican states this doesn't involve you you know this is you're not going to get any of this money and some of the, the, the students are saying, well, it, it will benefit you, but you're not being prejudiced. It benefits other people because of the category of loan that they took. So they could decide the case solely on the basis of of uh, of, of standing. But if, if they don't choose standing, remember last year, you might book, gentlemen, you may remember, there were a number of cases that dealt with the same idea. Uh, overreaches or claimed overreaches the executive branch to so executive orders. Remember the moratorium on rental evictions during the pandemic to stop uh, landlords from evicting people mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Remember the vaccine mandates for large corporations. Uh, remember the restrictions that the EPA was putting on coal plants, uh, power plants, on emissions. All three of those cases the supreme court said those were overreaches that the executive branch did not have the authority to do any of those things and then they essentially struck down the eviction moratorium the vaccine mandate and the decision of the epa and they call that the major questions doctrine it's very possible they could do the exact same thing major questions doctrine essentially is saying this is beyond the capacity of the executive branch to make this decision this is for Congress to do, and so therefore we strike it down.
1: So, what is the implication for the future? The president has many things still on his agenda. He has some things that might need court approval as it relates to immigration and changing how asylum is uh, sought and received in the U.S. He has things that relate to uh, funding for Ukraine and other areas. How might this shake out in the future?
3: So, the key word there is funding, right? So if it has to do with substantial uh, uh, overlays, payments, uh, revenue, either receiving or not receiving it, uh, in those instances, they would, this case would fall into that category. It's an overreach on money. But it's always the case. Remember, this happens all the time. We saw this with the Muslim travel ban. We saw this with the building of the wall. Guess what? Congress wasn't involved in those decisions. Oh, remember DACA? Remember, DACA was President Obama. It's not just Republicans. Both Republicans and, and Democratic presidents often rely on executive order. Why? Because he can't get Congress to do what he wants, right? Or Congress can't talk to each other, right, because there's all sorts of impasse or divisiveness. And so what happens in cases is, you know, President Obama said, I'd like to overhaul the immigration system, but I can't get Congress to cooperate, so I'm going to do the Dreamers Act. And that's what i'm going to get done so you're raising a good question it, it, this is going to come up more and more every time decisions that would likely be a legislative decision remember the founding fathers always preferred that the legislature make decisions why because it's representative democracy you get to vote for your local congressperson right it's a much closer uh democratic principle than by voting for the president so there's this is a long-standing uh, issue in the United States that the founding fathers always preferred that legislators make big-time decisions. Uh, and but we do have a separation of powers, and when you have uh, impasse, uh, you have the possibility that a president will issue an order or rely on an earlier statute, and it, it's up to the Supreme Court to decide whether the executive branch had extended its constitutional authority.
2: As an expert in these matters, do you think he has?
3: I think that, in general, the HEROES Act, you know, if you look at the on the face of the HEROES Act, it, it's basically, remember, our country changed dramatically after 9-11, right? There were all sorts of things, uh, surveillance, right, counterterrorism, things that we never even thought about. We created the Department of Homeland Security right after that. We didn't have that. So there's all sorts of things that happen, measures that happened after 9-11. And so the real question is, is this what Congress thought about when they drafted and enacted the Heroes Act uh, after 9-11? Did they think of things like emergencies where if the legislature doesn't act, the president has the authority to do so? And if you think that's what the Congress attempted to do, it's possible that Joe Biden is within his constitutional authority. to to make this promise and to follow through on it.
1: All right, another topic. Mepha Pristone is on the docket in Texas. Uh, The FDA approval is being challenged by an anti-abortion group. Uh, Give us an explanation of what's got to be decided there.
3: Well, remember, you know, Texas is a red state. Uh, Texas is one of the states that had uh, provisions in place in case that Dobbs uh, was, was uh, approved by the Supreme Court and Roe v. Wade was overturned. So now you have ways in which uh, uh, abortion pills can be used in lieu of abortion procedures, right? The Supreme Court in Dobbs, really all it said, and I know I probably said it to you gentlemen last year when we talked about it, even the conservative majority just said the Constitution is silent on abortion. It's not specified as a right, like the right to free speech. And so, therefore, we treat it as a moral issue, not a constitutional issue. And guess what? It's decided by the people, again, representative democracy, through their states and state legislatures, through their elected representatives. So, you know, you have an FDA approval of a drug that actually performs the abortion. Uh, But remember, the Supreme Court in the end said... When it comes to the existence of the abortion, uh, we leave that up to each state, uh, and so that it gave a lot of authority to the states in how to deal with this, even if the FDA approves certain drugs that will perform the same procedure.
2: You know, we've talked in this program a great deal about the issue, and, of course, the, what we arrive at is that there's no consensus possible, that the, the both sides are so polarized and so adamant in their positions that there's hardly anything we could think of that would result in a compromise that everybody could live with. Are we missing something? Do you see anything along those lines?
3: No, I don't, right? Because remember, remember, the fetal heartbeat law, which we started to see even before Dobbs, which was to say the minute you can hear a fetal heartbeat, uh, which in many instances doctors said you could do that in six weeks, you have a living human being, right? Uh, Roe v. Wade says, well, you got to wait 26 weeks until you have the ability of what they call the viability, the, the, uh, the fetus, the ability or viability to exist outside the womb. But states like Texas immediately jumped in earlier and said, Science is improving, and we can decide Earlier where life begins So this really is you know, What we've seen with abortion Since Roe v. Wade It is true, we're dealing with a moral issue We're not really dealing with a legal issue But it can only be resolved Through the law Because both sides are so polarized And they just will say Either the law allows us to do it And science will help us uh, Perform it Or we're living in a state that just bans abortion period
1: are we likely to see this rise up to the u.s supreme court uh, no matter which side uh, prevails in the court discussion today in texas
3: i think it's possible i mean i think that you know you have a conservative supreme court uh, and on the issue of abortion they spoke in a way last year in Dobbs that seemed you know no one am- i'm sure i got it wrong a hundred times on, a- on cbs I kept saying, "There's no way they're going to overturn Roe v. Wade." You know, I'm often wrong. I was probably I was wrong each time. Uh, so, you know, clearly the conservative majority had a very strong view on abortion, and the attempts by the state to find another way, uh, or not by the state, by individuals to try to find another way to, to circumvent uh, the rules of the state could very well end up on the Supreme Court again.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much for your analysis and your observations. Very much appreciated. They
2: talk about uh, stare decisis and the fact that it's settled law, but apparently nothing's ever settled, right, (laughs) Thing?
3: You know, this drives law students crazy, right? You know, they're told that, you know, stare decisis dictates the law, uh, but in fact, very often laws are overturned. And when that's happened, you have an entire body of precedent that gets rejected.
2: Oh, well, that'll keep us in business talking to you for a long time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I, I, I enjoy it. So I hope you welcome me back. Well, well, we, en- we
2: enjoy having
1: you yep. on. Thank you so Fabulous much. Fabulous comments. Always appreciate it. Thank you so much, Thane. Thanks for Thanks checking you, in. Take care. Much appreciated. All right. Thane Rosenbaum, CBS News a legal analyst, uh, talking about the, the student loan forgiveness program that the Biden administration is uh, putting forth in front of the U.S. Supreme Court today. He says it's within his powers under the emergency acts that have been afforded him since uh, 9-11. And a Texas judge deciding if one of the abortion pills uh, received a proper FDA approval or not, or whether it needs more research. If the judge says it needs more research that can be taken off the market and would have a big impact on abortions in the U.S. So just uh, one of the many, uh, what is it, what do you say, a thousand cuts? Death of a thousand cuts. On the process (laughs) of abortion. All right, folks, you are listening to On the Mark, WDKOK live telephone talk show, On the Mark. We're going to flip to open phones. We'd love to hear from you. You can call us uh, 570-743- 9565. That's 570-743- WKOK. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Give us a buzz, and uh, we're enjoying open phones. You can talk about the school loan debacle. Uh, You can talk about uh, the Department of Energy. One U.S. government agency has said that they feel the preponderance of evidence about which they have low certainty uh, that COVID came from a lab, either leaked or deliberate. So uh, what's your view on that topic? We'd love to hear from you today. And Hunter Biden, always a good standby (laughs) in our conversation. All right. We'll be right back.
4: Mm, mm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors.
2: As municipal engineers for townships, boroughs, cities, and counties throughout the greater Susquehanna Valley, and as design engineers for homeowners, small businesses, and developers, we have seen hundreds of subdivisions and land development plans take the path from bright idea through construction completion. Have a bright idea? Give us a call. MEC Tech Incorporated, building on a solid foundation.
3: From the very beginning, we're all about being connected.
0: And year after year, Through every stage of life, that need grows even stronger. Which is why Pentelidata never stops improving our advanced fiber
3: network. We connect the things that matter most – businesses, schools, healthcare, governments, and of course, the people who make our community
0: strong. This is technology with a purpose. Stay connected with Data.
4: What do you mean he went searching for fresher powder? We have full classes today. Instructor down at Vesper Ski School. Support each other to snow plow honey. Not a She needs more ski instructors to slalom through the day-to-day. Pizza? Fries? Whoa, Braille, no, pizza pizza. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
0: It's time to play some ball For three to tie, it is gone. This season, the Midney Lions have their sights set on Big Ten postseason play.
5: The Wang with two to shoot. He fires it. He got it for three.
6: At the shot clock buzzer. Set eight in a row now or
0: Every single second of the action right here on the Penn State Sports Network from Learfield.
2: Catch the Nittany lines on WKOK and WKOK.com. Hi everybody, Steve Jones, Combine Time, and we'll talk with Neil Kulong today, 3 to 5 News Radio 1070, WKOK.
1: Wow. So you know, spring is right around the corner. Daffodils
2: will f- be up. Combine, yes, They're we right. do. <laughs> I
1: don't know much about it, but I know it means spring. All right. Welcome on board, everybody. It's a WKOK Live telephone talk show on the mark. We invite you to call us, 570 743 9565. We talked a little bit with Thane Rosenbaum about a Texas case that's in front of a federal judge now that relates to an abortion pill. Did The issue is did it undergo sufficient FDA scrutiny? The FDA says yes. It went through normal procedures. And physicians say it's tried and tested as an effective abortion pill, Uh, but uh, this group says no, there's no long-term testing, and uh, they use the same thing that Joe used in one of his examples last week, thalidomide, to talk about long-term things that relate to to hormones and so on that can pop up significantly later. So, uh, to be continued, we'll hear the outcome of that case. You can call us now, 570-743-9565. You can email us at on the mark at WKOK.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. One of our favorite angry men is on the line. Good morning, sir. Thanks for calling in.
5: I'm not angry yet, but give oh, me a good. minute.
1: <laughs>
5: uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, let, let's assume something here that Biden is correct and he has the authority to cancel these student loan debts. Kay. Okay. Okay. So where does equal protection come in? Because the only thing he's going to cancel is what is in existence now. What about all future students are going to incur debt through student loans? What's going to happen to their debt?
1: In the future. Where's
5: equal protection?
1: Well, I don't know. Maybe because they, they borrowed
2: the money outside the pandemic and are required right. to pay it back. Outside. The emergency is not is the key thing. That's He's using the emergency, as Thane pointed out, as a justification for uh, the HEROES Act and emergencies. As I was
1: trying to say before I was interrupted. I'm sorry. So, you know, this will be outside what the president is recognizing as an emergency, so... Your guess is as good as mine, Stan, but I would think it wouldn't apply because the emergency is ending. Oh,
5: that's that's right. It won't apply. So there's no equal protection for everybody. Well, See, they, that, that's the problem. Yeah, You're going to give true. it one time for, for some... In Innocuous reason You know <laughs> Something that he gets Pulled out of thin air That he has the authority It's called fake news But everybody in the future yeah. They're just They're just screwed Well
1: the, Is that they, what we're saying? They wouldn't be Barring under an emergency They're not They would get Equal be, protection oh, If oh, they were Barring under an emergency well, A you, lot you, of
5: these kids didn't borrow under emergency. They borrowed before 2020, well, previous, right. but and they, they're coming due now. So <laughs> it's not because of emergency that they borrowed the money, correct? Act,
1: and, and not b- borrowing. It's the fact that they have the loans but, during the emergency.
2: Put that up on the shelf. The basic issue here is and always will be they borrowed the money to purchase something they believe to be of value, an education and now they don't want to pay it back that's the problem i'm not even sure that it's the students i think it's mostly the
1: president pandering I, i'm not sure that students i think there'd be a big rally today in front of the us supreme court if it was if it was students i don't even think it's the students saying i don't want to pay it back i think there are students who won't pay it back if they don't have to but i think most students will pay it well, back well look at the default rate on, look at the so. default
2: rate on these loans anyway the general default rate what is There that? are a lot of people that don't pay their loans What's back. the percentage? I, I thought that. it was around 20%. Now, I may be wrong in that, but that number sticks in my head. <laughs> a lot of things well, stick in here. <laughs> well, You're, I you're agree on a roll you, today. Joe, they
7: sign on the bottom line.
5: It's their responsibility. I'm not, If I took out a car loan, were they forgiven? How about somebody bought a house? Was that loan forgiven during the pandemic? You know, those people may or may not have been in or out of work. Because the governor shut down the economy,
2: Well, your rent might have been for those
5: people. Yeah, rent they were given. They were, or well, they were allowed not to pay rent, but right. then the landlords got upset because they were getting
2: screwed over. Well, so, so
5: how does this all work out? I was right. Where's the equal protection?
2: I was right. It is twenty percent. It's default. the default rate for yep. student loans, federal student loans. Right. Well, all student loans. It said, well, no, right, federal. For About 43 million Americans held federal student loans, and the education finance system is under growing pressure as more borrowers struggle to repay, a problem compounded by the complexity of the repayment process. The U.S. Department of Education reports that about 20% of borrowers are in default, typically defined as having gone at least 270 days without a payment, or more. and more than a million loans go into default each year.
7: The, com- the complexity
5: of repayment. Is that what they put in that statement? The complexity of restate- uh, pay- repayment?
2: Yeah, I've, I thought I, they sent you a I coupon you book write? and you sent in a check every month.
5: <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah That's, that's really complex. And a lot of people, I, I bet there's a way they could probably do it online these days.
2: Yeah, well, there probably is. You know, But what do you use, a credit card? That's just exchanging one debt for another.
5: No, you, you know a lot of pit bills you can pay online. You use the, what e check or whatever it is. Just like when you go to Giant a debit or Walmart. Card. You, you, no, not a debit. Not An a electronic debit? check, they call
2: it. Oh, okay.
5: Because you're putting you're, you're putting your routing number and all that stuff in, and they take it directly from your checking account. You know that's what the You go to Walmart or Giant store or even Wises, and you write a check. They give you your check back because they run it through their scanner thingy and right. and it and it takes it out and you get the check back. I
2: right. don't know. I'm I'm too old to stand in line writing checks at Walmart that takes forever to get cleared. You know, you're standing there and and the well, people behind be you are always exasperated. Anyway. Shouldn't be able to. You Walmart know what? Anyway. Joe? I don't buys.
5: care. <laughs> <laughs> me me and debit cards don't get along, so I will write a check every time
2: or cash. Well, well I like the debit card.
5: Well, see, I, I don't because I I tend to be right, forgetful about on. certain things, and writing that <laughs> number down yeah. in my book I like is my a very forgetful card. thing. And and you know what happens when you forget the right numbers like that down, Joe? Right?
2: Well, you know what I do? I look at electronic banking from my bank, and I just check every day and reconcile what I wrote in my checkbook with what I yeah. what's on their list. Yeah. And if I, I miss like something, checks, I record it. Checks and cash. Well, that's
5: that that's right, Joe. And I do the same thing, except my stuff's in my checkbook, <laughs> so I don't have to remember whether or not I actually wrote it or, or use a debit card
2: i don't know but your call is, <laughs> call is having it. an unsettling effect on mark he's undressing <laughs> <laughs> just the sweater just my sweater that hot well, he's sweater. yeah <laughs> he's, you're right it's he's hot wearing as suspenders it's hot as <laughs> you better, you better
5: turn that heat down in there
1: <laughs> oh my gosh Are you All guys right. done with your banking
2: conversation yeah, yeah. we're done <laughs>
5: Yeah, done. But right. yeah, in all in all reality, you know the student loan debacle is uh, going to be just that a debacle. And if the Supreme Court doesn't say that uh, Biden has no authority, well then we're screwed. We're just we're just we're just downhill from there. <laughs> we're in trouble. I, I, I'm serious. If if I if somebody can go sign at the bottom line to take out a loan, and the government just comes along and says yeah, you don't have to pay it. Who's going to pay it? You know who's paying it. The taxpayers are going to eventually pay it. Our kids, our grandkids, and their kids and grandkids because we got such a huge debt and it's going to just continue and snowball and blah blah blah.
2: Well here's the problem there is if they forgive that loan the money just disappears it's already been spent so that billion half a billion dollars isn't available for kids coming along who might need student loans unless the federal uh, government does something more but I mean you can't just say that a half a billion dollars or half a trillion dollars disappeared.
5: (laughs) Well it's not going to disappear because the government's going to make whoever the lender is whole to that point, right? It's the federal government.
2: government. They're, They're federal loans.
5: Well, okay, they're federal loans. So, yeah, the money's gone, and you're right. It just adds to the debt. Oh, wait a minute. The debt that Biden said that he reduced by whatever trillion dollars.
2: Well, Just I guess he's, he's going to run it back up again.
5: <laughs> uh, all right, y'all have a great day. Enjoy the snow
2: if we get Thanks, in. take care. Mm, thank
1: you. Yes. Yeah, see, it, what he's saying is that I ridiculously and foolishly overborrowed a significant amount last year, but less this year, so the debt's gone down. Hmm. <laughs> this is WKOK Sunbury.
0: News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark... Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: <laughs> Greetings. Welcome on board. WKFK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. One of our listeners asked us a question. What's the temperature? We can answer that. It's 35 degrees, and so no change. All right. Joe, I think we've done our good today. Thank
2: you. And that's it for the day. Huh? Our show's you, over. Didn't,
1: <laughs> didn't work out. We're <laughs> shutting her down. All right. No, we answered one question already. So, yeah, still 35 degrees. Going up to 39 by the time we get to 11 a.m. or so. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at SunbirdMotors.com, our uh, phone is open, our, t- our line is open, 570-743-9565 is the telephone number, that's 570 743 okay we talked about an abortion pill that's on the court docket in Texas, uh, and if it is ruled in that particular court that the FDA was negligent or too hasty in their approval, then that pill's removed from the market and from usage everywhere, so millions and millions of uses of that pill uh, each year would be impacted by that. Of course, as Thane Rosenbaum said, it would surely go to the U.S. Supreme Court uh, pretty directly, so we'll keep an eye on Probably no matter who wins, is headed to the high court, so we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, let's see. We also uh, talked about uh, some other issues, but we would invite you to contact us with the topic of your selection. Dale was waiting uh, during the first half hour and then uh, lost patience. Dale, go ahead. You're on the mark. What's on your mind today?
8: I just want to talk about the banking cartel and why can't we give our the students a bone? I mean, they're holding twenty trillion dollars of our money. They took twenty trillion dollars out of our economy. That that means that they don't want you you having any money to buy anything Chinese. But they're going to use that money because that's in Chinese middle class. Dale. So we don't make sense with that?
1: <laughs> what do you think the banks do with their trillions of dollars?
8: What they're doing is they think they're playing a war with China, financial war. So they're holding that $20 trillion they took out of our economy. So you can't buy Chinese goods. But they're taking the money that they did from you, and they're investing in Chinese middle class.
1: Actually, so. that's not true. What they are doing with their trillions of dollars is they're loaning it back out to businesses and individuals and car buyers and house you buyers. Know, Mark, and, Mark, 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 what, Mark. Uh, what? Mark, you Mark. Are work with us here, so Mark.
8: <laughs> you're so indoctrinated. Yeah, you you work with us here. <laughs> <you're
2: laughs>
8: I'm, I'm serious. Okay. You are really sending bad messages. Listen, be teachable for once in your life.
2: Yeah. Okay. Be teachable. Oh, teachable. Okay, okay I got it. Here's
8: you. what the deal is. That Remember, Bill Clinton said, whoever bets against the United States is going to lose? The whole thing was that's where he knew BlackRock was being established. Uh, it's called the uh, banking cartel. So, you know, when they, they don't want death row they don't want people to uh, get in death families, that's because they're banking on them. They're banking on you paying to make a profit, keep them in prison, rather. That's called the banking cartel. You know, it's cheaper for just to kill them.
2: Yeah. I'll, let, I'll let Joe try. It's cheaper to kill whom?
8: Whoever's on death row. It's cheaper. But the banking cartel don't want no one being killed because they're not going to make a profit.
2: So we can, say, wait, wait, we can save money by killing the people on death row, and the banks don't want to do that because they're not making a profit. You've lost me there. I know that you're well, headed yeah, for an so important if the point.
8: Wants, if the state wants <laughs> to uh, put someone executed, yeah. the federal government steps in. And the banking cartel says, "Hold on, they're a commodity. We can make money off them. We're going to charge a taxpayer a lifetime full of money to keep them alive." Well, how so does that's the, the banking only reason why we keep them alive? Understand that because the banking cartel. But is Dale, involved in. how
2: does how does the banking cartel make money on people being incarcerated? We have to because pay money to and, keep them they, in there. They
8: charge a taxpayer twenty three thousand dollars a year for one prisoner being
2: housed. Who charges them? <laughs> The I'm state, trying to understand. The federal I
8: government charges their taxpayer twenty three thousand dollars for one prisoner okay. a year. Okay. Right, okay. So but... if you take that twenty three thousand times twenty or forty, that's made. That's called. That's a profit. That's a commodity. You don't want to kill a commodity. So here's the here's the thing. If we give our if we give them student loan forgiveness, okay. If we do give that loan, that's telling China. That's signaling to China that yeah. We're all aboard. We're going to take this $20 trillion and come over and invest it in your middle class. So this this is going to be a big chip. That so
2: falls. if I understand you correctly, you're saying that if we give the student loan forgiveness to these American students, that that's going to benefit the Chinese. Is that what you're yes. saying? How?
8: That's what, listen, follow me.
2: I'm, we'll, I'm trying, trying. Believe me, I'm trying. The
8: United States will lose, okay? Mm-hmm. So he was talking about Black Rock taking all this money and taking it over to China. That's the whole, that's the signal that he was telling. Oh. That was the first call. So now, if they give this student a loan, that means that the banking cartel is going to throw the last bone and then get out of Dodge. the
2: last bone and get out of Dodge. Mark, right. are you are you understanding this I'm now? Mean, I'm still stuck you, uh, listen, uh, you, on You,
8: <laughs> Man, I tell you, why don't we just give it to them? The banking cartel, everybody pees at the banking cartel. Local government, state governments. You know, we, we can't. You know what national security is investing in? Cameras for our red lights. Instead of buying, making better weapons, they are using national security money for cameras to spy on you. Does that make sense
1: to Right, they're spying on you. All right, we got you, I Dale. Mean,
8: really. I mean, you just got to step back and stop being indoctrinated. Well, this was well, worth the to wait. The media, the media is. See, Biden's blaming the media now. All bad news, all bad news. Now, the media, who's the media going to blame? Oh, the media's going to blame China now. No, I, blame, all in the I box. don't think all President
1: the
2: Biden box. is blaming the media for I bad news. I would,
8: I would blame the media over China. Well and
2: I blame it. the Bar Association. It's their work. Well, I can that tell it.
8: One of their biggest assets, that's the head of the snake. We cut the head off the snake, and that's it. The the bar cool. Association
2: is the head that's of the snake. The, right. the pigeons are tells, the rest of right. the, <laughs> the body.
8: Banking cartel's best weapon is the bar. Joe, the you should know by so now at, that if you they
1: cut
2: off the head of the...
8: They don't
2: Thank you, Dale. Yes, thank you well, yeah, uh, for setting smoke. this straight. I mean, who knew? So much <laughs> to think about there. Yes.
1: Wow. Uh, we well, see, if you cut off the head of the snake, the pigeon can't fly, and that's what
2: causes uh, the unteachable. So like the pigeons myself. are inside the snake? I'm unteachable. You cut the head off the snake and the pigeons come out? My lovely bride saying? has called me an infractor. I wonder if this an is infractor. the same thing.
1: Yes. <laughs> infractor, yes. So we, we have household standards to which I don't adhere. Well, you need to be teachable. I right. think Dale had, had a has very important point the, there. has something to do with the laundry <laughs> bucket, what, the hamper, uh, and that's all we'll say about that. All right. Five, seven, folks. seven four three nine five six five is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com at WKOK.com and text us at 70236. We would love to hear from you and uh, give us a buzz. Five seven zero seven four three 743 wkok On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Uh, you can email us at onthemarketwkok.com at WKOK.com and you can text us at 70236. Some brief news headlines here. Salvation Army said thank you so much to the entire community yesterday for the 2022 Here for Good campaign. They were there with a check from Mifflinburg Bank and Trust for $138,509.21, and that was the amount raised during the uh, fundraising last year for Here for Good. AP reporting that a spokesman for U.S. Senator John Fetterman says the Democrat is on a path to recovery after checking himself into a hospital for clinical depression. They say it'll be several more weeks until he's back at at work. Lieutenant Governor Austin Davis in Harrisburg offered a sneak peek of the budget proposal from Governor Josh Shapiro. Uh, that will be unveiled a week from today.
6: Speaking to the Pennsylvania Press Club, David said the budget will reflect the administration's top priorities of creating safer communities, family-sustaining jobs, and high-quality education.
5: If you live in an area with with lower income and lower property values, your schools are going to be under resourced, and so we have to figure out a way to drive more f- funding more equitably to these school districts. Uh, and I will say, stay tuned for our budget because I think there's going to be a, there's going to be a lot to say about creating a, a more equitable education system in Harrisburg.
6: A recent con- Commonwealth Court ruling said that all schools in the state must be supported equally. Davis says the administration has been meeting with lawmakers and stakeholders across the state to seek their budget priorities.
9: Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK.
1: We talked about masking and mandatory masking while well, three Columbia County residents were fined but avoided jail time for refusing to wear masks at a Southern Columbia school board meeting back in 2021. The news item reporting 71-year-old Gary Crum, 46-year-old Catherine Detweiler, and 71-year-old Elaine Barnhart all of Calais were told by school district officials to wear a mask or leave a school board building. They declined to do so. Uh, all all three were found guilty in january of defiant trespassing which is a first degree misdemeanor according to the columbia county da's office all were ordered to pay a one thousand dollar fine serve a year on probation and complete 50 hours of community service for refusing to wear a mask at a school board meeting philadelphia inquirer is reporting Two Berks County engineers have launched the latest (laughs) proposal to boost Pennsylvania's electricity production with another hydroelectric dam. Uh, Taking a first key step, York Energy Storage LLC applied February 6th for the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission approval to conduct a four-year feasibility study on a $2.1 billion dam and power turbine project. It would use water pumped from the Susquehanna River to keep the region's electric power. Flowing, especially when the state solar and wind plants aren't making enough power. In other words, they would use the electricity when the wind and solar is working to pump water into a holding facility, then release it, generating hydroelectric power when the sun and the wind ain't blowing or shining, or vice versa. Uh, so this is uh, pending. We have more details about that at WKOK.com. Uh, let's see. In Washington, D.C., crisis experts say cars, need AM radios. Of all the bells and whistles on new cars, one thing is missing in some Teslas. It's an AM radio. Now a group of emergency management experts is speaking up in a letter to the government. They say we need AM radio during times of crisis. They're concerned that without access to AM radio some drivers would be cut off from important safety alerts like weather conditions. Ford took AM radios out of their 2023 F-150 electric trucks only to Receive extensive pushback. They say uh, the AM frequencies were affected by electromagnetic noise in the EV system. Uh, they are being ordered to place those radios back in futurely constructed trucks. And what are economists now saying about a recession? A new survey says 60% people believe we may enter a recession in the next 12 months. Most say it'll happen later this year, with inflation still going strong and the Fed open to another interest rate hike. Economists couldn't agree on when inflation would ease, uh, and most said unemployment will likely go up, but not above 5%, which is one of the indicators of a true recession. And Joe, you said we're already in a depression, right, because of the bad economic times? No, I said people
2: are depressed about the economy that's a depression no you said we were in a depression we are
1: people are depressed about the economy Oh, and that's a depression that's it has a nothing depression. to do with the numbers which are probably mixed. it has to
2: with the numbers are irrelevant if people feel they're worse off and the surveys show people feel they're worse off now than they were when Biden came into office
1: well that's true There's no argument about that so inflation hence, is the hence people are funny.
2: depressed and we are in a depression
1: inflation is the is the uh, keystone of public opinion on the economy okay and gas prices too so one one is down, but the other's still up. Uh, Bob from Pax Sinus, PA, thanks for calling in. Thanks for getting in, and we appreciate it. Good morning.
7: Hey, yeah, if you're in depression you need to seek help, you better go to a therapist.
2: Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Fetterman's already there.
7: <laughs> but you know what? Down at the end of Sunbury, there's a, a new gas station that opened up. Their gas was $3.40 <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Across oh. the river is like three sixty seventy nine.
1: Yeah, that's about the average around here. It's three forty four at the gas war sites in Lewisburg and three forty in Sunbury.
7: Yeah, three forty over this new gas station that opened up. Crotzer's gas station by Wise Markets. But mm-hmm. anybody who wants to get you know, lesser expense gas, go there. But uh, I'm calling about the student loan forgiveness, and I hope they they see that Biden didn't do anything wrong, and I hope they pay it off because it's going to help all these young people that are trying to, you know, make a, a new life for themselves. Is it look quick? how many people, look how many people go to college and have three hundred thousand dollar debt, and it takes them years. You know what? My house didn't even cost me three hundred thousand dollars to buy it. It took me twenty years plus thirty years to pay it off.
2: Okay, but Bob, here's here's the issue. Some of these people have jobs that are very high paying. Others, uh, well beyond right. what so, other people pay, what other people get in the area. Why should we give them a break? They got something of value for the money that we gave them, that we loaned them. I, they got an education. I believe.
7: Th- i believe there's a cap of like twenty thousand dollars if i'm right
2: that's it it's twenty thousand bucks
7: okay that's so, a lot of money but you go to a little college you know these uh what do they call them these colleges private are colleges community private colleges, no, community
2: colleges okay. they're,
7: they're very cheap you know they're like maybe ten thousand dollars a year so i i and you and you're going to have to uh claim that on your taxes as income. It's not you're not going to get a tax write off for it. You're going to have to claim it as income.
2: The 10, the $20,000? Yeah, yeah, the okay. new money got. Yeah. All right. So then what we're doing, we're taking out of one hand of pocket and putting it back in the other.
7: <laughs> well, as far as I'm concerned it's helping people in America. Look at the look at the money we're putting into the other countries wars. It's sad that we have to do that.
0: Well,
2: can foreign students borrow get federal loans?
7: And look how much it costs us to feed students today in schools alone. Give them free lunches. How much do you think that costs us taxpayers a year per person to feed them? How much do you think it costs us to house an inmate in prison for a year?
2: Well, we've just heard from a prior caller that it's cheaper to kill them, so should we do that? Yeah, cut off the head of the snake.
7: That topic should never even be brought up.
2: Well, our prior caller. As far as the birth
7: control (laughs) pill goes, I think that's a woman's right. The state shouldn't be able to, you know, take things away from women's rights.
1: Well, they're not saying that women... Sh- the, the argument here isn't whether the woman has a right to an abortion or not. It's whether this pill was properly tested by the FDA with long-term tests. Yeah, I, I, mean, their I, I, is, most, well, I mean, their motive may be... You're is. willing
7: to take a pill if the doctor prescribed it to you, are
1: you? Right, but they're trying to say the FDA didn't go through sufficient testing of it.
7: Okay, well then maybe... That has to be looked into. I have no idea about it. I don't have to worry. I'm a man. So All right. We got you. I don't have to worry about that <laughs> There problem.
2: you go. All right. Thank um, you, sir. Thanks wings. for calling in. we got one break there, All right?
7: right? Well, I, I'll t- tell you what. I'll talk to you next month.
1: All right. Well, we hope so. Yes, Thank you, sir. Yes, hopefully
2: we will. All right. All right. All right. you could Take have care, another, you,
1: you could have another minute today. One of our listeners says gas prices are back to normal at that new gas station, but elsewhere in Sunbury they're three forty-four gallons. So shop around. Hit your gas
0: buddy up. All right, I got two callers waiting, so I'm going to hit the button now. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook, Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf.
2: All right, before we hit the phones, read this, and then we're going to read this email every day. Right, he says, Good morning, Mark and Joe. This is Bill from Greencastle. I find the spirited give and take between the two of you to be a marvelous example of the dying art of civilized discourse in a public forum. You even share a chuckle every once in a while in a blue moon. Rather, have a great day, gentlemen. Stupid <laughs> twits, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway.
1: Chris, you're on the mark. Yeah,
6: about the stuff that came out about Fox News and their depositions yesterday or the day before was was about uh, that they knew they were lying about the election and issues related to the results of the election and the, the, the people who are suing them and they knew it was false and believed it was false and yet they decided to go with it anyway and the reason they decided to go with it was not because It was somehow good for the country to believe otherwise or anything. It was because they were hemorrhaging viewers to the more radical stations that were willing to continue. Chris, reporting I
2: where did where it did the you
6: way they wanted to hear it.
2: where did you get that? I heard uh, I was watching CNN this morning and MSNBC, ironically, and they both were reporting about Rupert Murdoch's testimony where he said Fox didn't do this; the hosts did it. He was separating the network no, and the news R- division. R-
6: R- Rupert said he didn't believe in it too.
2: Right, he said he doesn't have anything and for the, Donald Trump.
6: And the Hannity and the under oath said no, he didn't believe it for a minute.
2: No, but and I mean, it wasn't. Also
6: did. It wasn't Fox.
2: It wasn't yeah. Fox. It was the commentators that he was saying did it, not Fox News.
6: Well, one of the commentators was actually called an Inc. News anchor and not a commentator.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, the
1: fellow on the weekend. His the name woman, The scheduled. The woman, I think it oh, was. Yeah, okay. Maria but, Bartiromo. Uh,
6: but, and, and, so it wasn't, it, it, it was a uh, company policy and it was the commentator's decision. To uh, report on things they believed were false, and and say otherwise, they endorsed them.
2: Right, but look at MSNB so, look at CNN, and Don Lemon. They don't endorse his comment that women are past their prime when they're in their 30s and that's 40s. That's Right, and
6: it caused uh, it caused a nice little flap there. Too. Right, but, it did. The uh, the point is that. That was, the, that was the policy of the station, to continue reporting on it the way it was, and they, they let their commentators wow. do it, and the commentators themselves admitted they knew it was false.
2: Right. I was interested to show you that... Uh, and,
6: now, now, and now you compare that to regular news agencies. You're always saying the mainstream media is unreliable, but I don't know of any other news station that would do that.
2: Well, look at all the news stations that came or on and said papers, they... You
6: always dump on the Washington Post no, but look, look and at CBS, all and the, CBS, and they don't do things like look that. Look at
2: all the media stories that came out from the mainstream media that said that the Russian dossier was legitimate and that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. They, Deflection. Yeah, but, but they
6: didn't really say that, did they? Yes, they did. They
1: did,
2: no. indeed.
6: They, they reported be. on what it said and uh, and, and the people.
1: Deflecting? Did the Fox News commentators they, they
6: lie to the public people, or not? But they never uh, said they didn't believe those people, but reported it o- on it anyway.
2: Well, that ain't the way I heard it.
6: Well, I don't think you're hearing it too well. <laughs> yeah, you don't it's hear too well, Joe. It, it <laughs> We've established up that. The Fox News is an outlier in terms of stations that call themselves news. People on CBS, NBC, ABC, and even MSNBC have never been uh, shown to be reporting on things they believe not to be true and saying they were.
2: Well I disagree. And that's
6: a that's a big difference between the stations and it's a comparison you never take in. And just like the report the conversation yesterday about uh oh what was it? The uh, uh shoot. I'm sorry, I've lost track of what I was going to say about that
1: Anyway, moving right on now,
6: I'll try right, to I'd get, like to help I you, get but get I don't
1: remember what it is you were talking about <laughs> We yeah. had not gotten to it yet <laughs> Alright, one of our listeners says Oh, Chris, the mainstream media knew the Trump-Russian collusion story was a lie And still broadcast a no, the lie they, they reported seven.
6: on things that were The very, the very, uh, the, the report said <clears throat> That his, his conclusions weren't conclusive Gotcha. So uh, that's completely different. I mean, that was part of what they were reporting on.
1: All right, what else uh, you got,
6: Chris? Uh, Anything else? And it's 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 the double standard you 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 hold people to. Oh, I know it was about uh, the, the Scott Adams, Scott Adams, uh, Gilbert. Yeah, Gilbert. Uh, about the distrust between blacks and the TV believing uh, there's discrimination against black people and and, uh, whether they believe it's all right to be white and all that. Well, uh, white white people have distinctly (laughs) been lynching black people, trying to prevent them from getting to vote, stopping them from voting. (laughs) And so that discrimination is actually real and happened. So black people are basing their beliefs on things like that. Right. What are white people placing their beliefs on?
1: (laughs) All right, we got... It's
6: it's not not an even comparison.
1: Gotcha. All right, listen, we got to get another call going. Anything else to add, sir? Thank you.
6: Oh, uh, We'll talk about it more later.
1: All right. Thank you so Bye. much, sir. Always glad to hear from you. One of our listeners says, I hope the FDA approves a new drug for Trump derangement system and system, or syndrome, and Chris gets a lifetime prescription for it. <laughs> uh, do the FDA text, and then we'll get Mike All right. going. The
2: ahead. FDA is now a political organization, and the abortion pill approval was pushed through after the Supreme Court of the United States Dobbs' Daub decision, decision rather, to push an agenda. And then, Bob, why should the non-college-educated pay for the college-educated loan bill? Where's the fairness there, Bob? And finally, hydropower from the Susquehanna? Not a bad idea, but unless you're using the Fabra Dam, the environment wackos will have a fit with a new dam.
1: Uh, yeah, they're not going to... It is hydroelectric power, but it's not that they don't need a new dam to do it. I don't think uh, FERC would ever allow another dam, but... Um, what they're going to do is they're going to use abundant wind and solar energy when it's abundant to pump water into a holding area. And then when the wind and the sun die down, they'll let the water come out of that holding area and drive turbines to pump it. Well, that's a $2 billion. Another dollar. cockamamie idea. Well, it's <laughs> better than bur- I know. You never saw a piece of coal that shouldn't be burned. I love it. Let's Good get the coal arr, fired up again. Arr, arr. <laughs> All right. Read the upper right-hand corner All while right. I put Mike on. no, not loud. No, on the um, – uh, well, no, that's Mike, a, you're on the mark, right? ahead.
8: Yeah, hey, uh, what you're talking about there, Mark, is uh, pump storage, and there's some pluses and minuses to that. I've actually been in some pump storage facilities, and uh, they work very well. Uh, you know, especially like during the night when the electrical load demand is down, they use that electricity to pump water up to a higher elevation, and then the following morning when demand goes up. They let that water out of the reservoir uh, down to a lower elevation to uh, spin a turbine and a generator, and they make electricity. And uh, it, it has a, a good idea, but you know, it's like anything else. On on the surface, they look great, but then once you put it into practice, you start finding out things that happen that you didn't count on, like uh, changes in water table and uh, pressure. You know, maybe minor earthquakes and things like that. So. Uh, Hopefully, it'll get through the, uh, the, the the process where they have to... Uh, okay, I think they said four years, uh, that would be... Uh, you know, who knows what'll happen in four years. Whether if you want to see
1: more, Philadelphia Inquirer has a good article on it.
8: Okay, good. Hey, anyway, uh, I actually wanted to uh, talk about my call yesterday. And before I do that, I want to introduce your listeners to a book called Menticide, Rape of the Mind. And the first chapter basically details uh, prisoners of war... Uh, mainly officers, uh, where they are basically convinced to make uh, false statements about, you know, what their country was doing and how bad their country was and evil and all that business. And, you know, they essentially got them, you know, almost to believe what they were saying because they were saying it, you know, they would, you know. But then after after they were deprogrammed, they would recant their statements and things like that. Well, yesterday on air, I said that there were one million encounters of illegal aliens at our southern border in five, the last five months, starting in October. Okay? And uh, again, I'll say one million encounters. Well, a caller subsequent to me came on the air and I think initially I thought he was trying to mock me he said there's been 1 million stops at the border so that's evidence that the border is opened okay and, and, I, and I tried to digest what that person was saying and what his point was. And it, Like I said, at first I thought he was kind of mocking me, and I don't know, you called it low-hanging fruit, and that he could do better than that, I think, you Mark, may you may, have missed,
2: you may have missed his point. My, my, what I took away from that conversation was the fact that there were one million encounters means that they stopped one million people and that the border is not as bad as we thought it was. I think that was his point. I may be wrong, but that's what well, stuck in my head.
8: Right, that's right, because he used the word stop, which meant those people were prevented. Stop is prevention, prevented from coming into the country. No, they, those, my point was that border agents and border security are basically being used as travel agents to facilitate the processing of these people that come in. And, and, I, and, I see, I don't get my information from the mainstream media. I like to, you know, look around and find some people that are on the ground, that are independent journalists, that have the training, that speak multiple languages. And what what he reports is that most of these people are dropping their money and dropping their identification on the ground before they approach the United States. And in fact, he was reporting on this before Biden was president. And he would be down in South America where these people were staged ready to head north. And they said, well, are you getting into the country? And they said, well, we hope so. And that was when, you know, Trump was president. But as soon as Biden was elected, it was, yeah, we're getting in. He said, come. And, uh, and I could go on and on about what's happening at the southern, uh, southern border in Latin America, but I'm not. But the point I want to make is the person that said, use the word stop, when I use the term encounter, I believe that that person used that word stop to reinforce his belief That the border is actually secure, and actually closed, and actually we're following the law, when I don't believe that is true. So I'm using the word encounter, and that person is using the word stop, because I believe that he's basically programmed, and deep inside, he know he has eyes, he sees what's going on, and he knows what's happening, but he can't admit that our border is open, so he used the word stop, they were stopped, and then he tried to mock me. You know, he didn't call me a conspiracy theorist this time or a or anything like that. But he just reinforced his mind to believe what's not true. That's my opinion, again. One man's opinion is another person's truth or another person's lie. It just depends on your perspective. And I, and I believe that that, that fellow just misleading
2: himself. Okay, I think that was Chris you were talking about from yesterday. Probably. Yeah.
8: Right. Yeah, well, Absolutely, it was said, but I wasn't going to use the person by name, but now that you mention it, I'll verify that. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> well, open is in the mind of the beholder, so you know, what one person says is an open border is because uh, there are, of course, many, many seals on the border sealing it up, but there's many, many holes, too, and obviously people are getting in, either smuggled in or just sneaking in at open spots or wherever they can. But uh, whether it's open or not is really immaterial. The fact is we do have a crisis there. We don't have uh, enough information. Uh, infrastructure in place to stop people from coming in and it's causing big problems and it's going to keep on going president biden has uh, sort of a little trickle-down method of uh, addressing it obviously president trump uh, very verbally and uh, very aggressively tried to take actions that stopped things he had the pandemic on his side when it came to the act 42 measure so that was assistive but uh, whoever is our next president is going to have to do something. Uh, and it'll be way too late for many, many people who will already be here. So to be continued. And, and it's like abortion, as Joe always points out, that this country doesn't have the will to come up with a definitive abortion plan because there's no agreement. Immigration's right. the same way. You know, some people don't want a sealed border. They want more open asylum. They want more voters for their party. Um, well, Republicans are getting them, too. You should be happy. All right, Mike, we got to hit the road, but thank you, sir.
8: Okay. Hey, you're welcome, and we'll report more in on this border situation.
1: All right. All right. Thank, Thank you, you so you. much. All right. Uh, 570-743-9565. Call us now.
4: Mm, mm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, Me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors Oh,
2: our good friend Tom has a a message for me. Tom, 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 Tom. He says, Joe, you make me sick. If exclamation the, point. Exclamation, that's why I read it that way. Joe, you make me sick. <laughs> if the son were a Republican, you would make no. an excuse for it coming up every day. Republican. Oh, Republican. If the son were a Republican, you would make an excuse for it coming up every day. What the heck does that mean? Uh, I don't mean? get that one. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> anyway. Tom. You make me sick, Joe. Uh, My, Joe makes uh, me sick. Uh, Mike's mind was raped. We agree. <laughs> <Okay>. Oh, <laughs> come on,
1: people. We are a conduit for some of the vitriol that people like to give each other.
2: You know, that's our goal here, to make Tom sick. I start out every day saying, what can I say today <laughs> that will make Tom sick? Well, you made Dale nauseous <laughs> earlier. Okay. And then uh, one of our other emailers says, Your house is usually the biggest loan incurred. People lose their houses when they don't pay their mortgage debt. Credit card debt is a national problem. Why not forgive that debt? That would certainly yeah, help a lot of people. Yeah, just even up every debt. The list can continue. Why should people who do pay their bills be responsible for people who don't? Craziness. You borrow money, pay it back. That's right. Couldn't agree with that more. I would like the Ford Motor Company to forgive my truck alone. <laughs> and then one of our texters says, laughing out loud, Chris, your ears need checked. Every M- mainstream media network spread the Trump-Russia lie and are still lying about it after six years. Not reporting, spreading lies. Alright, one of our good
1: listeners calls attention Oh, Jim's on the phone from Ashland Last caller before a quickie break Go ahead, sir, you're on the mark
10: Good morning I'm thrilled to see that Linda Culver got sworn in Right?
1: Yes
2: Yesterday? No, yeah. today No, right. today Because I, 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 I talked well, to Linda today. Yeah, I talked to Linda yesterday And she had not been sworn in yet yeah, oh, We well, lied about today
10: good. Joe, you do not make me sick the Democrats <laughs> make me sick but, hey.
1: Come on now
10: yeah. Well, they do I believe you yeah. overspending and whatnot. But, uh, oh, yeah, anyway. yeah,
1: Democrats are the big overspenders. You know how much the, the debt went up when Trump was in office? Not as much as when Biden was. No, no. we no. have
10: a bunch of rhinos. They're not real Republicans. Ooh,
1: Trump not, well, Trump is a rhino. Constitution- well, that's a new one. <laughs> I got you. Okay, well, I, I don't think d- Democrats are the big borrowers. I think it's an equal opportunity. Uh, Trump oh, uh, did hey, $7 trillion. And I think that, I'll be
10: honest with you, I think that, a lot of this money that we sent to Ukraine was laundered and come back to both parties. It would not surprise me.
1: Okay. Well, I was talking about national debt. Most of it lately yeah, is under yeah, Trump. Well,
10: why don't we get rid of that? You know, but we won't.
1: <laughs> forgive it. Why can't the president forgive the $31 trillion? That's a good No, question. no, no.
10: You, that's not. There's no free lunch. You know, Thomas Sowell wrote an article many years ago about that. Somebody's paying for it. You may eat is free, but mm-hmm. somebody is paying
1: for it. Well, I'm going to Ashland. Or am I wrong? I'm going to Ashland. No. My buddy Jim's. You're right. Give a you're free absolutely
2: lunch. right. There is no free lunch. I'll somebody has to pay the bill. I'm going to Ashland. Sure.
1: Yeah. You're on.
2: Okay. You're you guys on. have a good
10: day. No, wait. But you, you're right. Did you, didn't
1: you have a point?
10: Oh, <laughs> why? You had yeah, a reason. Yeah. You
1: called, yep. right? <laughs> Beyond the harassment yeah, yeah. for well,
10: me. I, I just, uh, I, I think that we need to keep moving forward. In a positive manner, but it's so hard because of some of the stupidity that we have to deal with on both sides.
4: You well, know, um, yeah.
10: extremism doesn't win. I mean, doesn't really get you far. You know, uh, it's, it feels good, but it's not going to win things and, and, and uh, make the the average person not extreme. Or am I wrong?
2: Oh, I, I agree with you. I don't think the average person is extreme. I think that people can have extreme views on a given subject without and the overall being extreme. Yeah, Yeah. some people are extreme. You we
10: know, we've we come from a, a, a bunch of forefathers who, who fought for our freedom, uh, like William Washington. Uh, he was born today. He was a uh, cousin of, uh, of course, George. He fought down south, uh, and he he helped us win our freedom from from Britain. Um, But I don't know if today we'd have the same kind of people stepping up, or they would all be Tories. You know, I, I just don't know.
1: <laughs> how close were we to having slaves permitted in the U.S., and how close were we to speaking English? Uh, well, you know, Cockney, we, English. we,
10: slaves were permitted, but we outlawed them once we became American in 1804 above the Mason Dixon line. And most people, that three fifth thing, that has to do with the fact that the South outnumbered us numerically, people wise. So it wasn't that uh, we had a choice. Do so we want a union? With with slavery or no union and abolish slavery, that was the choice. Am well, I wrong?
2: Well, we could have had two separate countries. We could have said the North could have formed about seven or eight states and had no slavery, and the South could have formed their own union and had um, had as what many as they wanted. Yeah, one of our listeners says uh, William
1: Washington was a second cousin of George Washington, not a brother.
2: Yeah.
10: Okay, that's right. I'm sorry. I misspoke. Please forgive me. So you guys have a great day. It's always good to listen to you.
2: (laughs) Thanks
1: for calling. Thanks for calling, Jim. Take care. Jim.
2: Take care. All right, read that up a right-hand corner one, if you will. All right, let me see all of it. Uh, UPMC, a renowned cardiothoracic surgeon there and a physician's group, will pay the federal government $8.5 million to settle a lawsuit accusing them of knowingly submitting hundreds of false claims to Medicare, failing to follow medical standards for surgery, and knowingly placing patients at risk. The U.S. Attorney's Office filed a lawsuit against UPMC, Dr. James uh, Luktich and the University of Pittsburgh physicians in September 2020 21, alleging Luke Titch was regularly scheduling multiple complex surgeries at the same time, forcing him to move between operating rooms and sometimes hospitals, while requiring patients to stay under additional okay. hours of anesthesia. In one case, the patient lost parts of a hand, and another lost a lower leg as a result, the government said.
1: 8.5 million, that's nothing. Uh, hopefully, the civil suits will uh, get more for them. Another listener sends us a note says Joe will no doubt be delighted to hear that Senator Rothman in Harrisburg has reintroduced the local radar bill. yes,
2: Senator Rothman is one of our biggest supporters. Oh,
1: okay, super. All right, folks, uh, we have time for some more telephone calls. Call us now 570-743-9565. Uh, boy, we talked about student loan debt and President Biden and yeah, Let's uh, talk about Texas for a minute. I, I there's a the comment to be thing? made.
2: Yes, there's a comment, interesting comment on that.
1: All right. Not well, you're going to have to deliver it, in it shortly. 570 shortly. Five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. You can email us at on the at or text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Mm-hmm.
4: When car repairs get difficult, well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors
2: You know, we talk a lot. Uh, we've c- covered abortion on this program extensively. But here's the thing. Most of the people who've called in <clears throat> have expressed complaints about the barbarity of the process, you know, of a physical abortion. But isn't the pill less invasive and less of a problem? And isn't its is this pill, particular pill, is this not designed for the morning after? This is another pill uh... beyond the morning after uh... yeah this is when well uh... Well, yeah this, this is, is not the,
1: the morning after pill this, this is, is a, the abortion a, pill. when a, a woman is pregnant uh, i think i think it prevents the uh... The the pregnancy from continuing. I forget exactly what it does, but it's you take it one and then the other. The other one you can take, but it it pr- is more painful for the woman and causes more bleeding and it's more problematic. FDA claims that they tested this just. So they have a gazillion other drugs in the same manner of the same time frame, and that that it. Passes their muster. You know, of course, they have approved drugs in the past that have caused problems. So they say this is a hormonic drug, just mm-hmm. like those all other ones. All you have to do is listen issues. to the
2: radio commercials or watch the TV commercials for drugs, and you'll hear all the possible terrible things that could happen as a result of taking them. Right. So, the, yeah, the, I, I think this is going to be a big uh,
1: issue. Uh, but c- certain people feel as though the life is, uh, you know, deemed by God, and it's at that exact moment of conception that life is brought to life. And so anything that it hampers that is the ending of a life, and they don't want that. So. Well,
2: I certainly can accept the, the argument of viability. You know, I don't think there should ever be any, any abortion where the fetus is a viable one, no matter what. You know, if they let it go that long, then I think it should stay there. But the thing that bothers me is that, you know, these pills don't seem to be exactly like an, a physical abortion. And, you know, they, they seem to address some of the issues, some of the concerns that people have about abortion. Okay, all right. Do we have a caller there for us in the last moment, uh, Lynn? I guess
1: not. Um, one of our listeners sent us the Daily Items uh, oh, explanation yes, we do. Lance from her. Oh, is Lance, on the okay. Line. Go ahead, yeah. sir. You're on the mark.
9: Okay. Why? One of the things here is that that pill is probably the worst that you could possibly do to somebody. Why? Or um, anything living. Well, which would you rather have? you you're, say you're going to a group tells you you're going to die okay? okay You have a choice okay you can get shot in the head or we're going to put you over in a corner and let you starve to death
2: <laughs> well that's a bleak choice if there ever was one <laughs> well are we going to deal the
9: with the abortion
2: well yeah but i, I both of those are are kind of violent <laughs> I mean, starving somebody to death deliberately is an act that takes place over an extended period of time. You don't just say, I'm not going to feed you lunch today, and you're dead. <laughs> I mean, oh, well, I that's not know. the way it works. So I'm what, pretty what would, hungry.
9: <laughs> what would be more misery?
2: Well, I don't know. Knowing you were going to be shot in the back of the head would certainly be quicker, I mean, if that's your point. <laughs> right,
9: and also a whole lot less Yep.
2: Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. so you're saying well, this you're, pill. What
9: you're doing is starving that fetus.
2: Okay, and that's that's what this pill does. Is it takes away the nutrition uh-huh. from the fetus. Right. But is the fetus at that stage capable of feeling anything?
9: Well, whether it is or it isn't,
2: it I doesn't mean, matter. You know, life. Oh, is but it, it does. It does. Your, does matter. You're making it a issue of cruelty. If the fetus doesn't right. feel anything, how is it cruel not to feed it? I'm I'm asking that, just from a philosophical standpoint. It's asking your your friend. It, it's your your statement. All right, we got you, Lance. Thank um, you so much, sir. Well, he's got a minute yet. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, you have commercial uh, okay. that the other
9: nice. thing we were, talk, we were talking about was the uh, w- with a perceived fact that the immigrants from Mexico will turn into Democrats, but. Uh, Lately, that has not uh, been the uh, case. It's quite incredible, as a matter of fact.
2: It's a cockamamie Uh, theory, anyway. Well, I got got five bucks that says when they start registering more Republican than Democrat, the border will be shut down in a hurry by the Biden administration.
9: Now, wait. This is what has been happening, though. This is really amazing. Uh, Hispanics in 2018 were 29% of Republicans, okay?
1: 2018. And
9: then to 2018, right? In 2022, they were 39%. What? And this has been going up. Yes. It's Republican.
1: Right. Yeah, I know. There's, there's and a big we're wave. we're also
9: talking about the black population, which was in 2018, was 8%, and now it's
1: 14%. Okay. All right. We got you, brother.
9: Thank you. Yes, I, I
1: agree. I this is a big phenomenon. Too, yeah. yeah, to assume that Democrats are letting uh, individuals over the border illegally, so the vote Democratic is a cockamamie theory to start with, and it's false. Anyway. No, I don't believe that. Yeah, it's false. It's not working out. <laughs> You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury.